Blog Talk Radio. Time to relax. You know what that means. It's time for the show that's clinging to life like Ian Ziering's career. It's the Original Janksters Podcast. I'm Kevin Janks. I'm Peter Janks. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> you made it just in time. <laughs> Team Summer's yeah. already going, and I'm like, oh, no Peter yet. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm pretty good. I made it. I I was like, yeah, I'm tracking. I'm tracking the time. I got the time. I got the time. And then I started making a crazy ice puzzle. I was like, oh, shit. Lost track of time. <laughs> oh, shit. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying one of my uh, old headphones because I think the, those are the ones that the mic works on. So just want to make sure that you can still hear me. <laughs> Oh, good, good. Yeah, no, I can hear you. I just, I'm also wearing new headphones because uh, just before I went to Yakima, I lost my old ones, and I don't know where they're at. Really? Yeah, they just kind of disappeared. Sucks. It doesn't suck. You know, <laughs> did you like take them somewhere and leave them, or are they somewhere in the in the place and you just can't find them? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I wish I could say that I knew where they were at, but I have no idea. But I bought these while I was in Yakima, and they work. I guess they work just fine. So hopefully, hopefully there's not too much of a sound difference. Yeah, <laughs> still probably better than those early days where like one of us was super loud and the other one was way quieter. <laughs> yep, that's true. Those were the days, though. <laughs> yep. The days of the bloody ears. Ah, my bloody ears. <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we're back finally. <laughs> like it's been like a month and a half since we last did a show. Yeah. It's been quite a bit of time. You had some army stuff to do. Then there was holidays and such in the middle there, and then I got sick again, and <laughs> all kind of things just conspiring against us these last couple of weeks. That's all right. We made it out alive, though. <laughs> True, which is more than I can say about our <laughs> top ten this week. Talking about yep. two people who did not make it out alive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sad to say. <laughs> uh, basically, what we're going to do this week is uh, we're going to each do our own top tens um, for a basically a fallen music star that has died, you know, in the past year and a half, I would say. Um, 
it's been a tough it's been a tough couple of months. <laughs> really going all the way back to the beginning of twenty sixteen. As far as celebrities dying, they seem to just keep coming. They just seem to keep dying. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's a sad day. And not even like people that are that old. I mean, occasionally you'll get the ones that are really old and it's it's still kinda sad even if you know like Adam West was old but you know, still very sad. Yeah. And now Joan Lee, Stan Lee's wife died like a week ago, which usually doesn't bode well <laughs> for the surviving spouse and they kinda tend to go together, so I'm very, very worried about him. Yeah. This is very true. Because uh, I was thinking the same thing when, for like, when I heard she died. I'm like, they've been forever, you know, they've been together for, you know, for however long. And it's just yeah, been... Yeah, uh, 61 years. Yeah, that's what I heard on the radio. Um, definitely Dang. sad, man. Definitely sucks. Yeah. I feel so bad for the guy. <sighs> yeah, that's for sure. Well, we wish him the best. Hope you're still with us for many, many years, Stan. Because you're the tops. <laughs> he is the tops. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so what we're gonna do is you're gonna do your top ten David Bowie songs, and yep. I'm gonna do my top ten Chris Cornell songs. Back when we originally came uh, up with this yeah. idea that he had just recently died, but it's been been a while now, but <laughs> still, <laughs> still good. <laughs> True. Definitely a shocking one for sure. Yeah, that that one kind of came out of nowhere. That's for sure. Yeah, it really. That did. is for surely sure. And he kind of just leaves Eddie Vedder as like the last remaining grunge guy. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, everybody's dropping. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, basically man. there was, like, four, you know, main and five, if you want to count, like, Stone Temple Pilots, even though they were from, like, you know, California and not from Seattle area. But right. <laughs> of those five bands, like, fucking only one of them still has a living lead singer. Pretty sad. Sad, sad, sad. The early 90s are just dying off on us. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> no Gouda. But anyway, yeah, I guess let's no, launch, let's, into, let's uh, launch into it here. We didn't die yet, we so we don't have to get all sad. <laughs> yeah, not yet anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trudging along. <laughs> All right, here's let's play the top ten theme song. Hello, women. This is number eight. Now you can all lay them straight. Open the door to your fuzzy elephant. I feel like even with, you know, even despite the, the gap in the show there, 
I still I feel like we haven't heard that song in a while because I think we did some castings before that and some other stuff that didn't require the top ten theme song. So I think it's been a while. <laughs> it, it it truly has. That is for sure. <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> truly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. I think I'll probably I I'll go first because I do have one honorable mention I kind of wanted to play. Sure, sure. <laughs> so hard to keep it to ten. Um, but there's one I wanted to uh, to play just because it it wouldn't make my top ten per se. It would definitely I would say make the top twenty. But it's just one of the best examples of just how powerful like Chris Cornell's voice was because there's a there's a really cool section where the music just kind of stops and it's just him. And he's just basically making noise, and it's so cool, and I've always loved it. Uh, the song is Exploder. It was an audio slave song. It's from their first CD. Um, so here's a little um, Exploder, Exploder. audio slave. It was a man had a face that looked a lot like me. Like a uh, 
the crossover with uh, another singer here. Um, and that oh. little that little melody is a song called Dancing in the Street. Oh, and I'm doing, uh, I think you probably mentioned this, but I am doing uh, David Bowie's songs. I think you said that already, but yeah, he's definitely yeah. one of my, uh, I love this guy. Everything he stands for. I did watch like some stuff on him as well, like when I was looking for this list and uh, trying to find some really good songs that I could put on it. And uh, he's definitely, uh, how can I say it? What can I say? He, he's like really opened the doors for a lot of genres of music uh, or genres oh, of yeah. music. Um, and I, honestly, I mean, he's, he's just an, an amazing dude. He's done so much for a whole lot of things, uh, whether it be music, movies, uh, just art in general. Um, and he's definitely kind of spread his own wings when it came to, he's kind of like Prince <laughs> in a way where he just kind of did his own yeah. thing. It didn't really matter what other people really thought about him. He just did it. And that's what made David Bowie so different and wild. And that's why, uh, uh, what's his face? Jim Henson had, uh, he was the first one on his mind when it came to the Goblin King, um, just because he was so different and artsy. And of course he asked uh, uh, David Bowie to come up with pretty much all the music for the labyrinth. And uh, he came up with some really crazy ones. The first one that he came up with was, I don't remember the name of the song, but literally he just got a bunch of people off the street uh, in, I believe New York or somewhere in New York to do kind of like this Motown song. And it's barely in the movie, but I believe you hear it at the very beginning of the movie Labyrinth, where she's like kind of running back to the house in the pouring rain, and you're hearing the music kind of going on. And Jim Henson's like, yeah, oh, it's the that's underground exactly what we one? Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, that, whole, that whole movie. Like that, I can make, I can make probably a top 10 of just that movie and music, but anyway. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Dancing in the Street. Go ahead, kick it off, Kev. All right. Yeah. I think it's playing. We're not. Like how it fizzled out there. It turned, it turned into like an <laughs> yeah. open seven up. 
Open up a nice can of Sprite. All the bubbles are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something about dancing in the streets just so uplifting. The video is by far one of the weirdest videos I think that's on the internet. But yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, with Mick Jagger and David Bowie, uh, they they definitely kicked it off. And there's another one on this list where they do. Uh, there's another mix of David Bowie and somebody yeah. else, but we'll get to that uh, a little bit later. But yeah, no, definitely great, great jam for sure. Dancing in the streets. I'm glad this was your number 10 because this was the one where I honestly was like, I don't know why this is on the list. <laughs> it's a piece. Yeah, I know. Like, it's definitely weird, but it, it almost didn't make it's it like, it's I a, almost put one of his newest songs on. Oh, interesting. That, he, yeah, he came out with an album like a year or two ago, and it's actually really good. It's just, yeah, I like right before he died. Yeah, I, haven't, I just haven't really given it a strong listen to yet, so I was like, ah. I want to put these songs on here, and I just don't know them enough. So, yeah, it's uh, this is obviously like a cover of an old Motown song, and uh, like Van Halen had like just covered this song probably two or three years before David Bowie and Mick Jagger did it, and like their version is not, is still not one of their best songs, but it's better than this one. So, for that reason alone, I wouldn't really put it on the list, <laughs> but <laughs> but I did. <laughs> but you went there. <laughs> yeah, so I good went for you. In the street. <laughs> you did your duty. I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so my official number ten. This was the toughest slot to fill because I kind of was torn between. Like, I think two Audio Slave songs and, like, two Soundgarden songs. And it was really, I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was going to do <laughs> to put here. Um, but I finally ended up with one that I think is a good choice. Um, this is a Soundgarden song from their first album, I believe. Um, it's really, it, I don't remember them ever really playing it on Q101 that much back in the day. But I was kind of first exposed to it by the game Grand Theft Auto IV, uh, San Andreas. Um, and so that was, it was one of the, the, uh, songs on the alternative radio station in there. So I obviously heard the shit out of it playing that game and I really grew to love the fuck out of it. It's got some really cool guitar and it's just got some really cool vocals in the uh, chorus that I really don't think anybody else can kind of pull off the way Chris Cornell did. Cage by Soundgarden and it's a really good song. Classic grunge right here.
so good. The song just gives me energy. I'm trying to hear it. Huh. Yeah, it is good energy. <laughs> Maybe slightly better energy yeah. than dancing in the street. <laughs> only slightly, only slightly. <laughs> just slightly, just slightly. <laughs> Great oh, scream and... Oh, good, good, good old Chris Cornell. <laughs> you can say that after every single song. Good old Chris Cornell. Okay, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, we're going to my next jam Um This is the one from I, – I can't, I can't confirm nor deny this, but I did watch an interview where, uh, where they did say this, so I'm going to say it as well, even though it could be false. But this is the song that started <laughs> glam rock. Glam rock has oh. begun from the song Rebel Rebel. Again, I cannot confirm nor deny this, but I have watched an interview where they said this is what started. <laughs> I can see and that. Just looking that at David right. Bowie, I can. Yeah, I can see David Bowie starting glam rock. <laughs> if anybody can do it, it'll be <laughs> David Bowie. And this is the only song yeah, he I mean, did too that did this weird, like rock and roll rebel kind of version of a jam, and that's what kind of really kicked it off, and he's like, all right, I've done that, now I'm going to move on to something else. (laughs) Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, if you look at his different eras, like, there's very clear distinctions. Like, there's not a lot of through line. Like, you look at some of those songs, and if you you told people they're the same artist, you're like, no. (laughs) I don't buy that. Yeah. That's uh, like That's got to be somebody else. (laughs) He was definitely good at reinventing himself, and yeah, this is a great song. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. And that's my number nine. crazy like looking yeah. back at David Bowie's like history like how far back it goes like he was making music in like the 60s and 70s I think yeah, it's like ridiculous 
so crazy <laughs> to think that he was making music back then. Yeah. He was like, he literally, is, I don't know, he was probably around for a total of, what, 50-something years? It's like, Jesus. Yeah, I think so. More than that, maybe. Maybe, yeah, it was actually Not. more than that, I think. <laughs> and just constantly kept just reinventing and stuff. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. It's got such a great guitar riff. Just like instantly gets stuck in your head. That's for sure. I remember playing that on like, I used to have like a version of like Guitar Hero, but on my phone. And Rebel Rebel was one of those oh, jams. So like I just I just play that. Like it was crazy because it was like, Though it is repetitive, it's not just like do 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 do. Like it's pretty good, man. The guitar is good in that in that song. But yeah, rebel rebel. Oh no, Kevin died. Kevin, did you did it happen? You you left the air. You didn't want to be with me, rebel rebel. You're being a rebel rebel. Well, Kevin's left the air, so I'll keep you all entertained with this little number. This little heart of mine, or star of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little star of mine. I think it's light. This little light of mine. That's right. That's this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hello? Oh, you're back. <laughs> you're hey, back right in time. I was like, did we lose Peter? Oh, no, we lost me. Shit. No, I, I was there. I was keeping everybody entertained with this little light of mine, but I messed up the lyrics three times, so it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, I need to go back and listen to that part. <laughs> oh, it's a Hopefully you didn't, like, mess it up in, like, weird, like, racially offensive ways. <laughs> well, I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> Instead of light, I accidentally said the N-word. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, mean, I get those mixed up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, good job keeping the plate spinning. <laughs> I, always, I always like to keep it spinning. <laughs> All right. Well, my number nine, we're going to be going back to the, uh, the audio slave time. This is actually, I think, think the, uh, the most recent song on my list. Uh, I think this is the only song from the third, audio, third and final audio slave album that made the list. Broken City was real close. That was one of those ones vying for the, te- for the number 10 spot. Broken City, I like a lot. But this was actually the last track on that last audio slave CD. Um, and it's one of my favorites. It's a song. I don't know if people are really going to necessarily know this one. <laughs> I don't think it ever got like radio play, but it's a really good song. It's called Moth uh, from the last Audio Slave CD. And here it is. All right.
love that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Audio Slave was so good. Like, Tom Morello is really just one of the most genius guitar players there are out there. And, like, I liked him with Rage Against the Machine, but, like, rap rock isn't necessarily my favorite. So when he got together with Chris Cornell, it was just, like, magic. I was like, man, <laughs> this was a pairing made for the heavens. <laughs> so, hey, hold on. Before you continue, you're telling me that rap rock's not your thing, but magic is? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just slightly confused. I mean, but magic is. Yep. Blood magic. Oh, <laughs> oh butt magic, huh? Butt magic. <laughs> no, blood magic. I guess they could oh. combine. That would be a terrible mess for everyone. It could be. <laughs> or it could be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it seems kind of so fitting that that was the last, like, Audio Slave song and its last CD that, like, because they kind of had that flame logo. I don't know if you remember that. And it seems like a lot of their songs ended up having to do with, like, fire and flames and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I like them, since I like <laughs> like fire elementals and that kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> it's just a really good song, and it's got, like, a really, I don't know, I really like the lyrics in this song. It's all about basically, like, you know, basically how moths are attracted to flames. Like, everybody's got that thing in their life, whether it's a person or, you know, a drug or whatever the fuck it is that you keep flying around it, but it keeps fucking you over. <laughs> and then eventually you just finally got to be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I don't fly around your fire anymore. That's a solid point. That's a solid point. <laughs> so I like that. I thought it was a cool metaphor and I really just love that song. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. Let's do uh, eight, number eight. Hey, number eight. All right. My number eight is probably one of his more radio famous songs, at least definitely in the 80s. Um, and that song is called China Girl. This is number eight. Oh, I'm so mad. Number eight. That's fine. Dude, I'm telling you, there's some winners up ahead. This would be my number one. I figured it wouldn't be your number one, but I was hoping it would at least be number two. Oh, God. No. Not even close to that. It's number eight. I fucking love this song. You got something wrong with This song you. takes you on a whole journey. This is a good song. There's no doubt about it. It's a great song, but... It's my Even though it's eight. technically an Iggy Pop song, I guess like Iggy Pop did this song in like the '60s, but it never really got caught on or anything like that. It wasn't until David Bowie got a hold of it that it really became awesome. Well, that's what <laughs> that's what David Bowie does. He makes everything awesome. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this is a long clip because I love this song. <laughs> so fine. here it is. <laughs> Oh, 
There's other songs that are better than that song, but China <laughs> Girl is definitely a great song. <laughs> it's so good. That song's got everything. It's got China Girls. It's got Nazis. It's got Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's got David Bowie got shushing you. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Says shh. Not gonna lie, I could listen to David Bowie tell me to shut my mouth over and over again. <laughs> Each time I get a little bit moist. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> that should never be a thing. Oh, <laughs> oh it's such a good song. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good jam for sure. All right. What's your number eight? What's your number eight? All right. My number eight, as you alluded to a little bit earlier, uh, I wish it could be even higher, but sadly it, it couldn't, but I wish it would. Uh, going back to the Audio Slave days, the first Audio Slave CD, 2002, um, the song, this is actually one people will have heard of, <laughs> Like a Stone. Oh. Oh. Which one's this again? Yeah. <laughs> this is like a slower song, more of like a ballad type thing, I guess. 
but it's just so good. It's got one of the greatest guitar solos ever and just some soulful Chris Cornell singing. So just all added up to one of the greatest things ever. Like seriously, the guitar solo part in this song like used to give me goosebumps. I think it still would if I listened to it too many fucking times. But <laughs> definitely when I first started, goosebumps every time. That's all I so, goosebumps. Uh, here it is. I heard the song about a trillion times <laughs> on Q101. A trillion. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> they played the fuck out of it. And probably actually still do. <laughs> Might be one yeah, of the ones that did. actually survived over the years. <laughs> but here it is. Like a Stone by Audio Slave. Yeah, dude. They played a bunch of weird music, though. They played, well, not weird, 
but it bounced everywhere. Um, I don't remember half of it, but I definitely remember them playing <laughs> Like a Stone and Newfound Glory is My Friends Over You, which, I mean, <laughs> nice. that's cool. <laughs> I think there's a Metallica uh, yeah, song that. in there. <laughs> I kind of like that. I like people who are just like, this is, these are the songs I like. <laughs> they don't necessarily fall into any category, but I'm going to play them. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, for sure. For surely show. <laughs> All right. Time for number seven. Seven, number seven. Oh, oh, oh. This one's a good one. <laughs> oh. Are you ready? In China girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's number seven. M9 number seven is fame. <laughs> fame! <laughs> this song is good, but it's not better than China Girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I've, got, I've only got seven more to get through, and I'm going to hear that for seven times. <laughs> I'll try to bite my lips. <laughs> yeah, this is a classic for sure. <laughs> This was a good one. Gotta go with the fame. My number seven only All right. Here we go. a good example of him, you know, kind of reinventing himself, because that sounds like a fucking OJ song, like money, 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 money money fame <laughs> sounds very much like a song they would have done 
Yeah, no. And David it's, Bowie, uh, he's just it's all a good one, man. It's so yeah, it, he is, man. He's so so groovy in this one. It's kind of funky, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's a little yep, funky groove. Definitely some funk. <laughs> A little bit of yeah. that funk on him. Probably should take a shower. <laughs> no, let him stay in his funk. <laughs> let him breathe, I should. <laughs> All right, well, that's my In the underground. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> good song, good song. <laughs> I don't know if it's any China girl, but it's good. <laughs> All right. Well, good. my number seven. We're uh, we're dipping back into the Soundgarden days. Uh, with a song that I think this this is a big one. So it's definitely played it a lot during the '90s. Hopefully, it survived over the years. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you've probably heard this. Uh, this is one of their bigger songs, I would say. Um, this is a Soundgarden song from 1994 called The Day I Tried to Live. I love this song. Alrighty. Here, here it is. <laughs>
you know that one, right? Yeah, yeah, they play the shit out of that one uh, over here. <laughs> Very good. I'm glad they're keeping the grunge spirit alive in grunge town. They sure are. That's a good one, though. That's a great jam. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's got some good guitar, and <laughs> I like the lyrics about, like, uh, the words I say never seem to live up to the ones inside my head. It's good. Good time. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> And wallowing in the dirt and mud with all the other pigs. That's just good descriptive stuff right there. <laughs> the best. <laughs> and the one more time around, little chorus is just so catchy. I don't know. I get that stuck in my head. Yeah, it is. One more time around. Might do it. That's a good jam. That's my number seven. Day I try to live. Numbers. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I'll give that one to you. <laughs> I haven't really taken any away from you though, so <laughs> <laughs> they've all been pretty good. <laughs> Yay. We did it. All right. Well, moving on to number six, Roni. <laughs> Are you ready to hear what else Ooh. is better than China Girl? <laughs> yep. All Prepared right. For the outrage. <laughs> <laughs> so, this one I can't even think you'd even disagree with me on. But uh, this Ooh. is the other crossover mix one with another uh, artist. And that artist that they, uh, Mr. Bowie Mr. Bowie mixed over with was uh, Queen with a song called Under Pressure. A classic. It is a classic. <laughs> an instant classic. They clearly stole it from Vanilla Ice. We all know. Well, yeah, we <laughs> all know that. But we just l- learned the Lyrical to get... genius Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yep. He's one of the best. <laughs> He's easily one of the best. <laughs> Takes a man of extreme skill to rap about Ninja Turtles. Yep. <laughs> go Ninja. Go Ninja. Go. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's my number six is uh, good old fashioned under pressure. Let's hear it. I love this jam.
Jagger song look worse because like this time you get these two guys together and they come up with an amazing song that's you know a classic everybody knows it and loves it and this time you get to these big icons together and they just do a cover of a song that was just covered and <laughs> do a do a okay at best rendition <laughs> don't let them hurt your ears <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a that's a great. It is, man. It's a good one for sure. Under pressure. It's burning the building down. <laughs> boom boom by a. Ba ba ba. Yeah. <laughs> just two guys clearly just making stuff up off the top of their heads, and it works. <laughs> it does, man. They're great. Oh man, it's so good. So damn good. Yeah. Can't argue with that. They're just facts. You can't argue with them. <laughs> I wouldn't even try. I might lose a hand. You would. No doubt about it. That <laughs> hand would be gone. <laughs> That's my good jerk-off hand. Can't do that. <laughs> oh, no, no. Of course not. <laughs> It's the one that everybody cherishes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my number six. Uh, we're dipping back into the audio slave a little bit here. Uh, it's from their second album. This was actually one of the big hits off that album. Um, you know, there's doesn't remind me of anything. Which, you know, that song was all right. <laughs> There's a couple of really good songs on this CD, but the other kind of big hit off this CD was kind of like the uh, the equivalent of the like a stone from this from their second CD. It's very reminiscent of that, but it feels like they kind of polished things up a little more. Like they had gotten a little little bit better since then, and they kind of really worked out the kinks. Um, so as a, as a, as much as I love that like a stone um, you know solo. Like this song, in and of its, in a, you know, as a whole song, I think just is better, um, just lyrically and everything. Oh. Uh, this was oh, a man. song called "Be Yourself" from Audio Slave's second CD, and it's really good.
pew, 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 beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember that one, right? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great song. Yeah, so good. It's got the cool build up at the end again where it kind of gets slow and just kind of soulful and then builds it up again and it gets real rocking again. Oh, I love it. So, yeah, like I said, it's just kind of like it's like like a stone, but slightly just catchier and just a more solid, well-rounded song. Yeah, that's a good one. I love that song. Plus, the parody pretty much writes itself if you just change be yourself to pee yourself. <laughs> You're halfway there. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> to pee yourself is all that you can do. <laughs> Gross. True story about life. And bear attacks. <laughs> and bear attacks. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, number five. <laughs> All righty. Well, number five. All right. So this one's a great one. Um, my favorite. Uh, uh, I think my favorite. Well, this song's called Changes. I like the stuttering this song, but there's a band called, uh, well, it's mostly just a duo uh, called Flight of the Concords. So they make kind of a parody of David Bowie, kind of like of his life in this, oh, what the hell? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I want to say the third version of the song is called Space Odyssey as well. Hold on a sec. Flight of the Concords. There it is. David Bowie's song. Oh, it's just called David Bowie, but it is oh. or Bowie's <laughs> in space. That's right. It's called Bowie's in space. Um, this <laughs> song is, I should have put this as like my number two, but it's not David Bowie, but it's fucking phenomenal. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a, there's, they make all these different like references to a bunch of his songs in there. But one of the jokes in there is like, hey, David Bowie, do you have many different or different or do you have many Damn it! I'm messing up this joke. Hold on. Is it David <laughs> Bowie? Do you have one? Do you have one spacesuit or many ch-ch-ch-changes? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> you guys, they're pretty funny. But yeah, the, the whole the whole <laughs> I get it. I get song's great. Yeah, I love the jokes. But yeah, definitely <laughs> changes is a great song though. This is such an upbeat uh, jam. Oh man. Yeah. ch ch Turn his face So good, man. I love this song. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kick it off. Spin song about puberty. Drop that beat. I assume. Yeah. <laughs> I watch the ripples change the sides, but never leave the stream. So the days float through my eyes, but still the days seem the same. And these children that you spit on as they try to change their worlds are immune to your consultations. 
That sexy saxophone. Turn the face straight. It's a change. It's a Such a great song. It really is. It's so good. I like the little time may change me, but I can't change time. So good. Yeah, it's true though. I mean, that's that's honesty. <laughs> And what movie did they quote the part about the and these children that you spit upon part at the beginning of the movie? Oh, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> there's the whole part about the children you spit upon and you know, blah blah blah. blah. There's a there's a movie where that's the first scene in the movie, it starts off with that quote on black screen and it says, you know, David Bowie. And that movie is the Breakfast Club. Oh, well, there you go. Never really <laughs> paid attention, I guess, to the the reading portions of movies. <laughs> you know, I like to read movies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there's my uh, there's number five. Yeah. All right. Your education section for the week. Yep. All right. Well, uh, my number five is going to be a song everybody knows. Um, it's, it's definitely one of the coolest 90s songs, I would say. Um, it's a great, great song. It's about a man and his utensils. <laughs> Ew. More specifically, a spoon. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. It's so catchy. I have no idea what song you're talking about, but I'm excited. (laughs) This is a Soundgarden song from uh, the early 90s. Big hit called Spoon Man. Yeah, huge hit.
Actually, yeah. I do know that song. I had no idea what the hell he was saying there before. <laughs> yep, Spoon Man. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, yeah, that no, that song. Me. They overplay the shit out of that one. <laughs> I, I never got sick of me, it, no matter what. Take me forever to figure out what the hell he was saying, apparently. <laughs> Spoon <Forever>. Man. <laughs> There's a really funny version, like, where uh, the presidents of the United States of America, who are also from Seattle, they were doing that song live one time. <laughs> like, it just yeah. makes up words half the time. It's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, all my friends are green and red. All my friends are stop signs, spoon, man. <laughs> all my friends are big and tall. All my friends stop the shopping mall. <laughs> Spoon man. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so good. But dude, I like the lyrics in that song about like all his friends are Indians and all my friends are brown and red and beating the like the friends are skeletons, beating the rhythm with their bones. Oh, it's so good. We the whole breakdown with like come on we'll lag it up. It's got some like weird like African like breakdown go- kind of going on, and just I don't know I like that song. It was so cool because like th- like those grunge songs like I felt like they actually had a lot of things that most music doesn't have now, where like they weren't just verse chorus verse chorus you know repeat, <laughs> like they were actually cool bridges and the song would go in different directions and kind of come back and. There's actually cool little breakdowns like that, and there's actually, like, you know, a lot more thought involved than, like, most songs. Right. Yeah, no, they're good. They're good stuff. Yeah. I miss those days. Yeah. We all do. We all do. <laughs> but yeah, confusing title aside, <laughs> I'm glad at least you knew what Spoon Man was. <laughs> I'm just glad that I know what it is from now on. <laughs> yep, now you you learned a thing or two. Today was a learning experience. <laughs> now the show can count as edutainment. Yeah, very edgy. Very, very edgy. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, or number four? Yep, we are on Numero Forsville. Numero Forsville. And this song I really like. <laughs> this is a great jam, dude. Better than China Girl. This song's <laughs> whoa, called whoa. Heroes. Yeah, no, it's it's better. It's called Heroes. <laughs> and it's super great. Super great jam. <laughs> this is a good song, but I wouldn't go better than China Girl. <laughs> At least not in my book. In my book, this is in every a... book that I've never read. <laughs> this is a better song. <laughs> this is definitely one of those songs that I think has been covered more times than like any other song. <laughs> I feel like Probably. everybody covers this song. Like I know but... uh, the Wallflowers did it for the Godzilla soundtrack back in the day. There was the Peter Gabriel one that was in Stranger Things. Um, Local H has done it. Probably a bunch more that I can't even think of. <laughs> but it's good. It is. 
That is good. All right, here it is, Heroes. trying to go yeah, for sure. No. <laughs> no, no. All right. Well, my number four, uh, I guess we'll see if you know this one or not. Um, it was it was a, a decent-sized hit, I would say, on Q101 back in the uh, the day, in the 90s. Um, it, I don't think this one necessarily survived as much as some of those other ones. <laughs> but And it, it didn't get overplayed like so many of those other songs, like, this one definitely got underplayed, which might kind of add to why I like it so much, because it was more of a treat, like, when you got to hear this one. Um, and it's just, it's a really good song, a uh, really good Soundgarden song. I want to say it was, like, 1994-ish, and so it was probably right when I was getting into, like, you know, really listening to the radio a bunch. And I just, I really like this song. It's kind of got this cool, like, psychedelic vibe kind of going in parts of it, which, I don't know, just kind of really, really sounded cool. Um, so this is a Soundgarden song called My Wave, 
And here it is. Oh. trippy and cool. I'm glad that I got my words kind of like in the center of that though. Like I was able to speak (laughs) somewhere in the center of it. I left just enough space like I knew that you were going to say that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I just, I like the cadence of that song. It's really cool. Like the take if you want to take. I just, I like that. It's so good. And uh, (laughs) Don't come over here. Don't don't come over here and piss on my gate. Like that's just that's just great. Is that thing that people do in Seattle? People always pissing on your gate. (laughs) All right, I guess that'll be fun. (laughs) If if there's any place that happens, that it's definitely Seattle. I promise you that. (laughs) All right. I didn't know it was such a problem over there, but now I do, thanks to this song oh, you, and you. Yep. I'm glad I could clarify it. It's disgusting. My whole life sucks. <laughs> the whole world's just a big urinal. It is. It's a giant <laughs> urinal. <laughs> Good old yep. My Wave. I love that song. Yeah, it's good. 
It's a good one. Oh, yeah. No, I'm be singing like Chris Cornell all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoon Man. <laughs> now I can actually sing the words. Spoogay. <laughs> Spoogay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are up to number three. Three, number three. Yeah, this one's probably on most people's number one list. There's no doubt about it. It's a great jam ding dong And I have to say, it's definitely, well, I mean, it's number three. It's definitely one of my favorites of all time. But this song is called Space Odyssey. Oh, you want to talk about a journey of a, a jam? This is it, man. <laughs> This is it. True, true. Yeah, Space Oddity. It's a classic. It introduced us to a fellow named Major Tom. Yep. And his friend down <laughs> below, Ground Control. <laughs> which, honestly, without this song, it wouldn't have led to one of my favorite all-time 80s songs, which is by a guy named Peter Schilling, who wrote a song called Major Tom, in parentheses, Coming Home. See? It's a, I guess it's like an unofficial sequel to this song, but uh, oh, weird. I love that song so much. So without that, like, without this song, that song wouldn't exist. So for that alone, and the clapping, it deserves to be on the list. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. All right, let's play it. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control to Major Tom. Commencing countdown engines on. Check ignition and may God's love be with you. Now it's time to leave. 
song's great. And it's mostly because of how yeah. like, far far out the music is. Uh, yeah, I use the words far mm-hmm. out because that's just far out. <laughs> but essentially, when he gets to the part where he gets on the guitar, like, pop, pop, with the clapping, that, that is so, like, <sighs> it does not make sense for the whole song to have that, but it works <laughs> so well. Yeah. Like, this song is like a weird, spacey dream fantasy, and then they throw in this acoustic guitar that just sounds so great. <laughs> it just does not fit, but it fits in the best of yeah. ways. You talk about, like, him reinventing himself every couple of years, but, like, this is him reinventing himself, like, in the middle of a song. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, it's so, so good. good. I love oh, the clapping man. part. It's, like, it's up there with the Friends theme song, where it's, like, every time you hear it, you just you have to clap. <laughs> yep. You can't listen to it and sit on your hands. I mean, I can, but then I'll pull my hands out of my butt and I'll clap anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, I love a good song that tells a story. More songs should do that. Especially if that story involves you going to space. <laughs> that just makes it interesting. True. So good. Ah, oh, I love that song. Such a good song. We've only got two songs left. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna have to clap anymore in the songs though. So my clapping is done for the day. You might have to clap, but I guess you can go back to singing <laughs> hands. I got the clap and I'm giving it to you. <laughs> I got the clap and I'm giving it to you. <laughs> All right. Well, my number three, uh, I guess this is going to be my highest rated Audio Slave song of the list. Uh, This was a song, I don't know, it might have gotten some, but not a whole bunch. This was from their first CD, um, and this is partially probably what sealed me as the as being an audio slave fan is when I got this CD and I listened to this song and it was just so good. Um, the weird thing is like for some reason I remember this song back when I didn't see a lot of movies I for some reason saw the movie Collateral in the theater you know like Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx yeah. and uh, I seem to I, I remember all even to this day I remember this song being in that movie <laughs> That's how big of a fan of the song I was. And I checked, I had to go check, like, before we did the show. I was like, did that really happen, or am I just remembering that? But I checked the soundtrack, and there it was, so. (laughs) Jeez. It's kind of crazy that, like, fucking 14 years later, a movie I think I only saw that one time, like, I remember the song being in this movie. Really weird. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) <laughs> but this was a song uh, called Shadow on the Sun um, from their first CD. And I, just, I really liked this CD. Like, it hit me just at the right time. Like, I hated college. Like, I hated being there. <laughs> I hated everything about it. I was real depressed. So this song came around, and it just I loved it. Uh, so here it is, Shadow on the Sun. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
Oh, it's some, some crazy screaming there at the end. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song, too. I've heard that one before. Yeah. I'm glad it got out there in the world. Yeah, like, I love that song. Like, just the line about, like, every drop of flame lights a candle in memory of the one who lived inside my skin. Like, that was just, like, a line that just fucking hit me so hard back then. So, so fucking good. Damn. <laughs> that song got me through bad times. Damn. <laughs> so that's why it's my number three. There's that, I suppose. All righty. Well, my number two. We're going to get into the number two zone. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready? the toilet. Oh, yeah, that's true. But we're not talking about the toilet <laughs> today. We're talking about the name of my schmeckle. And the name of my schmeckle's <laughs> name is Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> Did you, like, paint his face? Um... No. But, oh, in the final <laughs> thing, they actually paint a lightning bolt on their schmeckles, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, no, I've got Ziggy Stardust and the Dewey Decimal System. That's the whole, my whole package. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey Decimal System. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Hard to top that name. No, you can't. <laughs> Do you know the Dewey Decimal System? to come system? up with it. <laughs> I'll Would show you. you. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good, it's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, classic. <laughs> but yep. then you started as just the old schmeckle. <laughs> so while your time is yeah. on vacation from the balls, <laughs> which happens <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perfect. Like the eyes of baby <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, well, we got to hear it, though. Let's hear me some Ziggy Stardust. I need it. I need yeah, it. Yeah, here, here we go. <laughs> Make your way stand in attention. I think I'm talking about it. Ziggy played guitar, jamming good with weird and gilly, and the spiders from Mars. He played it left hand, but made it too far. Became the special man, then we were Ziggy's band. Ziggy really sang, screwed up eyes and screwed down hairdo. Like some cat from Japan He could lick them by smiling He could leave them to hang Became on so loaded man 
song so much, dude. God, that's such a great song. <laughs> that is. That's a good one. That's such an iconic guitar. band like Ween. Right I, f- I feel like Ween <laughs> was inspired I, by Ziggy Stardust. I can totally see that. That would not surprise me at all. I love Ween and the Ween. <laughs> Which is called Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> It all, Which it all just together. circulates. <laughs> yep. One big circle jerk. <laughs> One big giant circly ween. Such a good hot, such a good guitar like. Can't complain about that. I know. I love it. So good, man. Yep, yep. That's a good one. All right, well, what's your number two? All right. Uh, My number two, I guess, is going to be my highest-rated Soundgarden song here on the list. Um, It's a really good one. This was definitely a big hit for them. Um, One of the – I'm sure you'll know this one. Uh, this was, let's see, 1994 again. So, again, this is kind of right when I was getting into uh, to music, really. Um, before there, you know, before this, it was just kind of like Weird Al and stupid, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. With Weird Al, isn't stupid, but the other stuff was. <laughs> like weird, like Toon Kids tapes that my, like, I'd gotten for, like, my uh, communion or something years ago. <laughs> I mean, Brian and Ryan and Jess and Lori would always make fun of them. <laughs> But yeah. this is like when I first was getting into music for real, real. Uh, this is a Soundgarden song called Fell on Black Days.
Oh, yeah. Dang. That's a great jam. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, that's such a catchy chorus, and like it does something that's kind of weird, but it works. Like if you you try it and it doesn't work, like you could be in real trouble. But I like how it kind of it sounds like the song is ending, but then kind of kick it back up again, (laughs) and it kind of ends that same way later on when the song actually does end. Like a false ending in the middle there, which is kind of if you didn't like the song, it would be like oh fuck, I gotta listen to more of this. But since it's a good song, you're like oh good. It's not over yet. <laughs> Keep it coming. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. Classic-y classic. A classic-y classic. One of the best. <laughs> classic So, one of the best that it's my number two. <laughs> ah, Touche, touche. All right. <laughs> well, then I guess we're on our number guano, which is one for bat poop. <laughs> is number one China girl? <laughs> number one is not the China girl, and I think oh. I think you know that. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm only here to disappoint. <laughs> Good song title. I like that. I'm only here to disappoint. <laughs> that's not yeah, something I've anybody should have. <laughs> I forget who sings it. It's one of those emo bands. I think it's uh, Alcon Trio. Oh, weird. <laughs> very, very strange. But okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But that's not your number one. It is not my number one. You're correct. My number one <laughs> is Dance Magic Dance. Oh, like from one of my favorite movies I ever. Had... One of the greatest songs ever. Wait, wait. I got to pick up my monocle, the pieces of my monocle, because it fell out of my eye from all the shock. <laughs> That's fine. I'll give you a second. <laughs> going to compose myself. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm all right. <laughs> good, good. All right. Dance Magic Dance. I hope the whole song is on here. The whole song. <laughs> it's a good, it's most of it. I think it's really longer than the China Girl clip, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Let's do it. I wanted to make sure it got its due. Because this is. He kind of like an Odyssey song where it's got a lot of parts to it, a lot of moving parts. Yeah, let's see. You remind me of the baby. The baby with the power. The power do. Remind me of the baby. I told my baby.
All right. Well, I was getting some weird frog noises. I don't know if that's just maybe the phone or you could hear that out there as well. But we'll try it again. Have to call back in to see if that clears up the line. Hopefully, there he is. And hello, Peter. Hello, Kevin. It still sounds like dead. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I can, it sounds good to me now. Like you were making oh, weird okay. frog noises before. <laughs> Where I was like, I love frog <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbit. Ribbit. <laughs> Someone cast a magic spell on you, apparently. And now you're mine. <laughs> Puppy dog tails. Slide or snails. All right, well, let's get to your number one before we run out of time. <laughs> oh, I do love that magic dance song. It's a good song, though. It's weird, it like, how the, they put a different version on the soundtrack than they put in the movie. That always throws yeah. me off. <laughs> when I watch the movie, I'm like, I'm what? okay with it, though. This doesn't sound right. Play the right one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great, though. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong with that song. All right. I never have. <laughs> well, my number one, uh, we've already done my top Soundgarden song, my top Audio Slave song. So my number one is neither of those, but it's one of my all-time favorite 90s songs, probably of the entire 90s. So it had to be number one on the list. Uh, this was from a little side project that Chris Cornell was in for a little bit called Temple of the Dog uh, with Eddie Vedder and I think some of the other Pearl Jam guys. Um, so this was a little duet th- that they did. Uh, it was a, really the big hit for Temple of the Dog. And I love this song so much. Good old Hunger Strike. Oh, 
guys together it's a good song to sing whenever you're getting hungry <laughs> if we ever do karaoke we should do that song we'll do at it all right <laughs> yes. I love that oh, my song are coming true <laughs> it's actually it is a good song they've played They've played that song to death here, dude. To straight oh, death. I can only imagine. <laughs> God, it's so, yeah. like, every time they play it, I get, I was just like, oh, I don't even care. I just don't care anymore. I don't care about life. <laughs> I don't care about anything. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening with any song. If you play it too many times, then it just kind of loses all meaning. It only makes you angrier. Well, it did. It certainly did. <laughs> and it was on the table. <laughs> Fire's cooking. <laughs> it just works so well the way they got like Eddie Vedder doing his kind of his little talking out the side of his mouth thing and Chris Cornell just screaming away. It goes so well together. It was good. It's a good jam. <laughs> I'm done with it, though, but it is a good jam. <laughs> You're done with it till we sing it and bring down the house. I'm so hungry. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. <laughs> that was beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my ears. <laughs> if that guitar solo earlier didn't blow your ears out, I'm sure that did. <laughs> I've got hungry like a cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, son. <laughs> me want cookies. Me want cookies. <laughs> yeah, cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So I've been working I mean, on some new uh, new segments burp. of the show. <laughs> We're not gonna have time to do any oh, of them God. today, but one of them <laughs> I was thinking one of them we should do is uh maybe not every week because sometimes there won't be time, but 
what if we do like uh, we watch like one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? We'll go in order, and then we'll break that episode down. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> against it. I'm just shocked that you want to do this. Yeah, I think it'd be good. <laughs> I mean, or we could just say by right. the bell, but I think those aren't as easily available, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So over this next week, we'll kind of watch uh, watch the first episode and take notes and all that kind of junk. <laughs> so the very first episode. Yeah. Episode one. Okay. That's a great episode. It's definitely one of my favorites. Like, I could probably go through it right now and tell you about it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love that I don't even know which one that is. It, <laughs> I may have seen it before. I may not have. I guess we'll see. We're talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark, right? I just want to make yep. be sure of this. <laughs> Nickelodeon show, right. Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> oh, God. This is coming back. I, I figure it's a good time. I'm so down for this. This that first episode's hilarious. <laughs> that is kind of the feeling I get. Like, when I go back and watch them, it's like, yeah, they're not so much scary like I remember. <laughs> it's just they are hilarious. <laughs> some of them are pretty scary, but some of them, most of them are just like, what the hell? You know, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> they're just playing laser tag and being Canadian. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. They're very Canadian. They're so Canadian, it doesn't even make sense. (laughs) That's how they got Ryan Gosling. Like, are you Canadian? All right. (laughs) Yeah, that's another great episode. Boy, that fire isn't moving. Dang, I got to change it. All right, well, I guess that's pretty much it, but I like it. Let's do that. Well, everybody, let's do I want it. you to continue remembering. Don't just do it. Just continue to remember it of the flipping of the tip. And so always, <laughs> just you know, just flip the tip. It's great. It's great for everybody. It's great for little Susie. She's she's pretty <laughs> fond of flipping her tip. Study up on the Dewey Decimal System. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, this has been Peter Jank and Kevin Jank from the original Jankers. I want you guys to have a great rest of your weekend. And as always, thank you for listening. And have a, have, have a great rest of your weekend again. All right. Take care. Bye.
everything. 